Hello! It's Wednesday and it's one o'clock and that means it's time for Chatting with Chap and I am your host Ginger Wade. So I'm glad that you are tuning in today. We've got a cool topic today. We're going to talk about educational philosophies um, and that couples with last week's episode really well. But before we do that, I just wanted to let you know we had a meeting this weekend and I want to tell you, Brad, our legislative watchdog guy, he's read over 200 bills that have been introduced into Harrisburg this year. Now, not all those bills go through, obviously, but he's read every one of them. And he's keeping an eye on them for us. So um, there's a few there that we're watching, and we'll let you know if there's ever an issue with any of them. So far, obviously, they're at break, so nothing's going to happen right now. But if you want to let a legislator know about you and homeschooling and what homeschool families are like, now is the time to do it because they are all home. They're not in Harrisburg. They're all at home in their offices. You can call them and schedule a visit and go in with your kids and introduce yourself and help them get to know homeschool families. Um, we want to show them that we are, you know, doing well. The kids are thriving, and help them to see that homeschool is a winning educational choice. So that is a great thing to do here over the summer, and it's a great civics opportunity for you. So if you're looking to get some civics in for your middle schooler, right? Uh, your high school students need to get some civics in. Ooh, that is a perfect thing to do. So I encourage you, go take a visit to your legislator, <coughs> excuse me, and have a little discussion with them about what it's like to homeschool in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, so, okay, so we're going to move on in. I'm sorry. <coughs> okay, that worked a little better. All right. We're going to move into our topic of the day. Uh, so curriculum by educational ph philosophy if you tuned in last week, I talked about curriculum by um, learning style. So I talked about the way children and people learn and curriculums that would go well with that. Well, this week we're going to talk about educational philosophy. And I might say, what is educational philosophy? I don't even know what that means. So it's the way that you prefer to educate your children. It's the purpose that you feel like the, church, uh, the, the education is for or um, the methods that you think work the best uh, for learning. So there's lots of different um, approaches to education. There's lots of different ways that people accomplish learning. Uh, this goes along with the learning. So it's kind of like coupled, which is why I kind of did them back to back. <clears throat> kind of goes along with the learning styles, um, but isn't a learning style, if you know what I'm saying. So... Um, common homeschool philosophies are, um, there are homeschool philosophies, but they're just really educational philosophies that are out there. We have classical, Charlotte Mason, Montessori, uh, traditional, uh, which is also known as school at home. Unit studies are project-based, uh, unschooling, which is also called delight-directed, distance learning, which is online courses, and eclectic, which if you know what the meaning of the word eclectic means, it means a whole mix of everything. So... Uh, that's so people might do things in a variety of different ways. I have this really cool graphic from fearlesshomeschool.com. Of course, it's backwards for you guys, but it's the, called the Continuum of Homeschooling. And it explains it from traditional, like brick and mortar public schools, the whole way down to um, designed by the, the family. Uh, so the top, it's parent led. Learning is scheduled according to a curriculum, adheres to grade levels, 
similar to school and designed by an outsider. That would be like school at home. Oh, they have distance education, meaning like um, cyber school right there. So it's like school at home. Classical education is right up there. Then you come down a little further, Charlotte Mason, and then Montessori is kind of in between. And then unit studies goes down even further. At the bottom end, it says the education is child-led. The learning's not scheduled. Grade levels don't exist. It's very different from our traditional brick-and-mortar school. And it's designed by the family. So down at the bottom there, the continuum has project-based homeschooling, which is... Um, I guess similar to, to unit studies, I would think, but it's a kids design projects to do. Unschooling and radical unschooling. Um, so I know it's backwards, but so this is the most like public school. This is like public school and it comes down to this has radical unschooling. Well, it's totally child led. So that's the type of um, philosophies we're talking about. So you might not be familiar with what those are. So I'm going to read some short descriptions of those different philosophies, at least the super most popular ones. At the CHAP conventions, we've shared a lot about Charlotte Mason style. There's been a lot about Charlotte Mason. At CHAP, uh, we have classical conversations there every year, and they share about what they do too. So um, here's what we got. This is from the charlottemason.com. My notes here are from charlottemason.com website. Uh, so traditional homeschooling or you could call it school at home is it's like school you have textbooks there's a textbook per subject so you have your English book your math book your history book your science book they're all different you have worksheets to fill out so that's traditional school um, could be like you know your box curriculum could be very very similar to that Classical is is the three stages. This is classical conversations. Um, if you're familiar with them, they have three stages of learning called the trivium. So grammar is for like ages six to ten. You're absorbing information. That's lots of like just rote memorization. The dialectic stage is ages ten through twelve. This is logical discussion, debate, drawing conclusion, answering the whys, and then the rhetoric stage which is ages 13 to 18, you continue that dialectic stage, but you also add on the persuasive use of language. So, um, I don't know, Veritas is one of those. It might be listed here under um, classical, yeah. So I'll share curriculums later. But um, So that's the classical style of learning. Unschooling is led by the interest of the child. There's really no set curriculum. You study a subject until the child is done with it. If your child is interested in electromagnetism, <laughs> you study electromagnetism until your child is like, I'm done with electromagnetism. I'm going to move on to whatever the next thing is, ancient Egypt. I don't know. So it's just whatever happens to interest the child for whatever period of time interests the child. Uh, unit studies is kind of wrapped around a theme. So you, you might have heard about the like the little house on the prairie, the prairie primer. That's like a whole year, big, long unit study of just Little House on the Prairie, Pioneer Times, and you do everything. You do art, math, science, language arts, um, everything, reading, writing, everything is in that theme. And unit studies can be short or long. Like I said, the, the Little House on the Prairie one was, was a year long. Um, there's other ones that are just a few weeks or however, you know, just everything that you're doing at that time is based on that theme. So you kind of exhaust that portion of 
of um, information like ancient Egypt or whatever it is that you choose, Industrial Revolution, you know, whatever you choose to focus on. Um, Charlotte Mason's style is rich in literature and living books instead of textbooks. Uh, instead of worksheets, the kids may narrate or retell to you, maybe orally answer questions. Um, you would have short, interesting lessons in a wide variety of subjects. So we'd learn a whole bunch of different things. Uh, each child, you know, can, has more input in, in what they're learning too. Similar to unschooling in that way. Uh, but you're giving a broad education instead of a zero-focused education on certain things. Uh, there's a lot of nature, art, music, handicrafts added to the academics in Charlotte Mason. So I know Charlotte Mason, you know, outdoors, you know, getting outdoors and, and doing things like that a lot. Which is, you know, on the continuum here, they have Charlotte Mason here and then coming down to Montessori and then down to unit studies, which this is more structured and getting less structured from school. So more like school and less. So the next down, so Charlotte Mason's kind of up here, but then coming down, right about in the middle is Montessori. So in Montessori education, they're raising children to be self-aware, thoughtful, engaged members of society. This is what I read off of the Charlotte Mason website. Children become um, what we believe them capable of. Actually, maybe that wasn't even on Charlotte Mason. I might have found that elsewhere. But um, they help, they help plan their, their learning space. They um, teach themselves a lot. They start early, like with chores, um, and have having the, or helping in the kitchen. Um, you know, I start my kids really early during laundry. My kids are four when they start to fold laundry. So, like, you know, that's kind of a Montessori concept. Your kids can do, and they can do early. Um, so it's more of a child-led learning situation, and it can be combined with other styles. I would not say I'm a Montessori all the way, but obviously some things I do are Montessori. Um, so I, I definitely end up being an eclectic type person. So um, distance learning, we're talking like, you know, cyber school, online courses, maybe. Um, I would consider distance learning to be, you know, you're taking an online college course, uh, obviously, because it's, and that's set up the way that the school wants it. And then you're just doing it the way they want it to be done. Uh, so that's the descriptions I have of the different types, the different types of philosophies and what they're really shooting for as they're educating children. Um, eclectic, which I didn't note, but eclectic is a mix of all of those. So you might like, you know, this style for this and this style for that and this style for this other thing. You kind of have this big hodgepodge, which is kind of what I do, which I'll share with you in a minute. Uh, so what are some curriculums for these philosophies you might be asking? Yeah, I know, I know that I'm this, or this sounds uh, appealing to me. What curriculums are out there that I could look into for these different styles? So I have two little graphics here to help um, with that. Delight Directed Homeschooler gave me this little graphic, which we posted in our new To Homeschooling in PA Facebook group, if you've ever been in there, and then working at homeschool.com posted this little one and I believe they were posted out to the new to homeschooling uh, probably a while ago you have to scroll through but they are out there so um, <clears throat> classical these are just some these are not all the curriculums according to these styles these are just suggestions to get your feet wet 
So if you're looking for classical, obviously I mentioned classical conversations. It's a co-op Veritas Press. I did mention them already. Memorial Press and a well-trained mind. I do use well-trained mind for my younger kids in grammar. That's how we kind of get those concepts in there, that constant memorization, constant repetition. Um, I use their uh, first language lessons for my little ones uh, just to get them really understanding like nouns and verbs and that kind of stuff. Charlotte Mason, Simply Charlotte Mason, The Good and the Beautiful. That was really popular last year. Um, Ambleside, Higher Up and Further In. I also, when I read the description of Charlotte Mason, I think Sunlight. Sunlight does a lot of, it's very literature rich. Um, very uh, Lots of historical novels that are really good. They do use some textbooks, but they're, they're more interesting. It's not like the dry stuff we read in school. Well, I read in school. Uh, so um, that's what I think of when, um, but Sunlight is kind of an eclectic thing on its own too. So, but I've used uh, Sunlight history a lot. Lots of literature. I love books. My family loves books. Um, curriculum from Montessori, Schiller Math, Montessori by Mom, subs uh, subscription box, because that's Montessori by Mom, subscription box. They have a box, I guess. And livingmontessorinow.com. There's also a Montessori schools out there. Um, but I don't know that there's tons of them. Um, school at home, which can also be called traditional. That's, you're using the, uh, the, oh, they have sunlight listed as school at home. Abeka, sunlight, Bob Jones, and Rod and staff. So this is like a, um, box curriculum. You get it. Everything's in it. Now, the thing is that that's interesting, like for sunlight, you can do everything, math, science, everything through them, but not, you can just pick the history, which is what I do. Uh, so in that way, I don't feel like they're a school at home because I don't use all their stuff. I just use some of their stuff. And they are literature rich with good history novels. So anyway, um, unit studies, homeschoollegacy, homeschoollegacy.com, unitstudy.com. And I use one called Homeschool in the Woods, which are CD-ROMs. They have ancient history and some American history ones. That's actually what we're going to be doing this year. Lots of hands-on activities. Um in wrapped around subjects, you know, World War II, explorers, industrial revolution, those types of things. So those are unit study suggestions. Unschooling or delight directed, uh, frequently use YouTube, Netflix, the library, Pinterest, the garden outside, apprenticeships, field trips, hands-on learning, like the hands-on house in Lancaster for little ones. That's really good for delight-directed learning. And Eclectic uses all of the above. Um, there's one here. There's They list teachers, pay teachers, and schoolhouse teachers. So that might, there's a good eclectic mesh of different learning styles. But like I said, I use some classical English. I use what I consider to be more um, Charlotte Mason. It's definitely literature-rich for history. Um... We do unit studies, too, for history, so we've kind of done a whole big mess. And you can change it up all the time. It's your homeschool. Do what is interesting. Uh, so our other thing here from workingathomeschool.com, their traditional school at home considerations for curriculum are Abeka, Alpha Omega Switched on Schoolhouse, Alpha Omega's Life Packs, Bob Jones University, Rod and Staff, Calvert School, and Christian Light. So that's what they would consider like the box curriculum, traditional school at home options. Charlotte Mason options, Ambleside Online, Queen Homeschool Supplies, Five in a Row, Sunlight, and Winter Promise. So they list 
uh, Sunlight as a Charlotte Mason, not as a box. So interesting. Uh, there, difference of opinions. Distance learning options, they have Bob Jones University Distance Learning, Alpha Omega Switched on Schoolhouse, Calvert School, K-12, Rebecca Distance Learning, Time for Learning, and Liberty Online Academy. And I would believe that maybe Easy Peasy would fall in there because they kind of have everything and they're, you know, out there and they have it all planned out. They're definitely Christian, so in that way it's not like doing public school at home. Uh, unit study options, Weaver, Konos, Five in a Row, Tapestry of Grace, My Father's World, and Winter Promise. I've heard of many of these. I haven't heard of them for a while, so um, bringing up some, some good ones. And then classical education options, classical conversations, again, My Father's World, Tapestry of Grace, Veritas Press, Memorial Press, and Learning Adventures. So as you're hearing these, you, see, you hear that some of the curriculums fall into different categories, um, because some of them, like when you're talking about distance education, classical education, some of those are pretty close, similar in type. So they're, they, they fit both types of philosophies. Um, but if you're eclectic, I mean, you can do, I mean, we go to the library. My kids just get stacks of books and just read. And, and that's considered, you know, your unschooling, child-directed type stuff. So um, you can very easily do many, many educational types in your homeschool. And I just suggest to you that you do what interests you guys. Do what works for you guys. Do the style that works. And even, like, I've always had sunlight, but the in the beginning of the instructor guide, it says, don't try to check off every box. I confess. I do try to check off every box. Well, at least I have in the past. But um, I'm getting over that now. <laughs> so they have lots of options. Many options, and you can really fill your day doing all those options. Or you can be like, well, this interests us, this doesn't interest us, we'll do this, we won't do this, we'll do this book, we won't do this book. There you go. Um, my kids have done the language arts plan, um, the reading plan through Sunlight for many years, and we got into the Civil War, and there was a lot of readers there that were kind of depressing and dark, and my girls were like, Mom. So I was like, well, don't do it then. You know, so you might get into your curriculum and it's just, you know, it's just not right for where you're at right now. And that's okay. So I encourage you, try some different things. If something sounds interesting to you, if a philosophy sounds interesting, but you haven't done it, just give it a try. See, see how it works for you. You might be like, wow, like this is really great and freeing and, and everybody loves learning so much more. Um, so hopefully those suggestions you know, pointed you in a direction so you could check out some different curriculums if you want to try something a little different. And I definitely am getting more down the continuum the older I get, the longer I've been homeschooling. You know, you kind of have this, this is what I know, so this is what school is. And then you're like, well, maybe we can not do this, or maybe we can change this, or maybe we can go this. So our homeschool has become a lot more eclectic and free the longer that we have homeschooled. So um, just be willing to try stuff that's different. Okay. Oh, great, Joanna. I'm glad this is helpful to you. That's that's encouraging to hear. And I would like to suggest to anyone out there who's listening, if you have suggestions for any of these styles, Charlotte Mason, Classical, Montessori, Unit Studies, Unschooling, anything, um, pop some messages, pop some notes down here, comments, so that we can know what you have used, which has really blessed your family, or which maybe what really hasn't blessed your family, but um, maybe just help us find some other options that I haven't 
haven't mentioned baby. Uh, if you are listening to the podcast and you'd like to send it in our contact form, please do, and I can share it on a Q&A day. So um, through all the learning styles that we've talked about and now these educational philosophies, you can see there's a whole big, swirly, different bunch of ways to learn. So really, it's just kind of like this touch and go on figuring out what works for your family. And that's why it can be different for every single homeschool family. It's not going to be the same from house to house, even using the same curriculum, because you guys, you learn differently. You have a different mix of people and personalities, and it's just going to be your own thing. And it's just kind of the touch and go um, to figure out what works for your group. So Tamara says, can you recommend a traditional curriculum that has specific books teaching Bible only? So Sunlight does have Bible books in their curriculum. They have, um, depending on the age, sometimes there's a a devotional book and just Bible scripture readings that you do each day. Sometimes they have you doing like a prayer book. Like we just did one called um, Window on the World and it tells you about all the um, unreached peoples in the world, and then they, they they teach you about the peoples, and then you pray for them in specific ways. So, um, so Sunlight is a is one that has Bible in there. I'm not sure. I would think like Alpha and Omega, and um, maybe Bob Jones would have a Bible in there too. I actually don't have um, experience with either of those, but what I know of them, I would think that they would probably have some kind of a Bible reading plan in there. So maybe if you go check those out, or if anyone's watching and has used any other curriculums, uh, traditional curriculums that have included specific books on um, for Bible learning, that would be really great uh, for you to post that. But yeah, I've used Sunlight, and they always have one every year they have a a different bible plan depending on the age of the child um so that's what i know from my experience uh so your kids can learn outside of their learning style and your preferred educational philosophy so just because you know you have a visual child who does well in traditional doesn't mean that they can't learn from charlotte mason style or they can't learn from uh, unit studies Okay, so, and it's good to stretch ourselves, right? It's good to try and learn in different ways. Um, You're welcome, Tamara. Um, It's good to try and learn from different, in different ways to stretch stretch ourselves. But, but yes, you can certainly tailor as much as you, but if you have lots of kids, like I have a bunch of kids, you kind of go with maybe the middle of the road if you want to do stuff together. That's what we're doing this year. So we're doing lots of hands-on. Uh, my older children, really good. We're even considering graphic arts for her. So, like, this is hands-on stuff, which is good. And then the younger ones like the hands-on stuff because they're younger. <laughs> so it's a good mix for everybody this year. We're looking forward to the year, actually. So, um, and remember, if you go and choose something in the middle of the year, you're like, ugh, this is, like, bogging me down and I just can't do it. You can change. It's okay to change. I want you to feel comfortable and tell yourself, it's okay to change. It's okay if this isn't working. And I'm telling you, you know, at Chapter Used Curriculum Sale or their online used curriculum groups, you can sell your stuff. Someone's going to want it, you know, and um, or put it away and try it at a different time or modify it and, and don't do it as it's been instructed to you, whatever the instructions were. So um, don't be afraid to switch it up to try something new, talk with people you know who are using it, or put it out in all those Facebook groups that are out there, ask people what they're using, post it, post it to um, one of our my videos, or um, 
in the new to homeschooling and PA group or in there's other homeschool groups out there, local area groups, and uh, ask people what they're doing with their curriculums. So, oh, Abeka Bible videos. There we go. So there's a good response for tomorrow to check out. So that's really great. Um, so homeschool is flexible. Yay! Let's rejoice. <laughs> we can try many different things. And I think what's what's really good is if you can experience learning too, the joy of learning, and show your kids that. Um, and just really enjoy learning it yourself. I really super enjoyed history now that I'm teaching it to my kids. I hated it in school. Ugh, those textbooks were awful. But the living history stuff, reading historical novels, oh, it was so interesting. So, um, oh, she says they have books for that icky in the upper grades. Otherwise, it's integrated. So I'm not really sure what she meant there. Only. Oh, only. Only in the upper grades. <laughs> so um, Kate's adding some extra information there, which is really helpful. So thank you, Kate. Okay. So what it all boils down to is make it work for you. And find an evaluator to match. So if you, oh, don't worry about it, Kate. Um, if you choose, you know, unschooling or Charlotte Mason or whatever style of learning you choose, but your evaluator is like this style, it might not be good. So like if you're an unschooler and choose a, a traditional thinking evaluator, that might not be the best thing to do. Or if you're traditional and you choose an unschooling style of, you know, I'm just saying, make sure that your evaluator um, sees where you're coming from. They might not choose that for themselves, and that's totally fine. But everyone needs to recognize, as an evaluator, needs to recognize um, everyone's choice in how they want to homeschool their kids. And so I just want to keep that in mind. And remember that your evaluator is only making sure that you're complying with the law, right? Not making sure that your educational philosophy was the right one. That's not their job. Okay. So uh, just to keep those clarifications out there so you know and you remember. Uh, so anyway, I hope this was helpful to you. Please post down below if you have any other information to share about different types of curriculums that go with educational philosophies. That would be great. Uh, if you're listening uh, to our podcast, please write into us at our contact form at, at uh, chaponline.com. And I would love to hear from you so I can share what you have what you have to tell us um, in our next video. Next week will be a question and answer day, a Q&A day. So if you have any questions you want to shoot up here on the uh on the comments for next week. I will gladly answer them next week or send them in on at staff at chapline.com or send us a message here on Facebook. So I look forward to seeing you again next Wednesday at one. Have a great week and enjoy your curriculum hunt. All right. Bye now. <laughs>